Hey, party people, I'm Mark Zalmanoff, and I'm making America fit again. Hey, everyone, Mark Zalmanoff here with another enthralling edition of the Make America Fit Again podcast. I'm your host, Mark Zalmanoff, and we're going to start off with a little story time today. Quick side note, if you can hear any weird sound in the background, it's my dog snoring on the ground because that's what she does. Anyway, have you ever been doing all the things in life and then someone says to you, how do you do it all? So back in my early 20s, there was a point where I was in college, I was working two jobs, I was married, and I had a kid on the way. And inevitably, someone would ask me the aforementioned question, how do you do it? Now, my response back then was typically something along the lines of, I don't know, I I just do. Now, I think this is true for all stages of life, and as we grow older and our responsibilities grow, I believe it's beneficial to have a plan of attack, to actually plot out our days and our hours to ensure all the things get done. Of course, it never all gets done. We all have that list that you never, ever check everything off the list, but at least having a plan and having a list keeps you focused. Anyway, but back then I was young and stupid like we all are at that age, and I was just making things happen as they came along. So I tell you all that to tell you this, one of the jobs that I had at the time was working at a bingo hall in Dallas, Texas. It was an old movie theater, like one that had the balcony upstairs that kind of overlooked the rest of the floor. And I worked there several nights a week. And at the time it was really good money. It was, it was kind of easy. It didn't require a lot of skill. It was really just me and a bunch of my friends working there at the time. So it was, it was kind of fun. Now the people that played bingo were really old, like really, really old. And they all smoked incessantly. It was just nonstop. So as the night went on, eventually there was a huge cloud of smoke that kind of hovered over the ceiling. And we all just reeked of smoke when we left. And then there was this one lady who you couldn't drink in there because there's some rules about gambling and drinking something. I don't know. But there was a lady that used to sit upstairs and she would go through an entire bottle of NyQuil every night. We would always find the empty bottle in the trash can. And we really, I don't know if we weren't allowed to say anything like you, she was trying to be sneaky, but everybody knew what she was doing. She hide it in her, in her lap and she'd unscrew it and take a little swig and put it back and do that the whole night. And then by the time she left, she downed an entire bottle of NyQuil and she was smoking the whole time too. So Honestly, I was waiting for herself to just light herself on fire, which never happened, but I mean, that wouldn't have been funny, but it kind of would have been anyway. Um, so, so when I worked there, some nights I got to be the caller, which is great because a, it paid more and you got to be on the microphone. So sitting up top, hovering over everyone, you had to pull a ball out of the hopper and then you announced it as you placed it on the board. G54, G54. That was my bingo voice. And the best was when someone would call bingo and we we would stop the game. Everything would stop. And we, like, and we got a call on G54. We have a bingo on G54. And then as we were verifying, the funny part would be sometimes they realize they messed up. And then all the people who had already thrown their cards away would be frantically digging them out of the trash before the next number was called. And uh, it was actually kind of fun. So from time to time, if you hear me using my bingo voice, 
Just know I'm reliving my glory days. All right, on to today's lesson. So there's something I like to refer to as the compound effect of fitness. In financial terms, compounding interest essentially means you make money off your money. So as your money gains interest, you make more interest off your new total, not just the original amount invested. Most people don't think about this, but your fitness level works the same way. That's true. Of course, people can accomplish a lot in a short amount of time. And as an extreme example, if you remember the show Biggest Loser, you'd routinely see people lose 100 plus pounds within a few months time. Um, It's obviously been shown they were doing some crazy things to make that happen. But with discipline and a great plan, anyone can transform their body in a short amount of time. However, once that initial push is over, then what happens? Many of those people on Biggest Loser gained a considerable amount of weight back or all their weight back because once the challenge was complete, they went right back to the habits that got them there in the first place. And I think that's pretty common for most people in life, not just in health and fitness, but in in all areas. Positive change happens. A goal is achieved. Backtrack to old unhealthy habits. Start the process all over again. Um, so this is where the compound effect of fitness can change all that. I think all of us have those fit friends, the ones that always seem to be in good shape, the ones doing active things on the weekend, not just hanging out at a bar drinking. All those things don't happen by accident. As we work out and practice healthy eating habits over extended periods of time, we begin to build a foundation of, of health and fitness And it's the type that takes years to develop. It's not something that happens in a six-week challenge or even in a six-month time frame. You know, one workout builds upon another. One good choice builds upon the next. One healthy decision gives us the confidence to make the next healthy decision. Doing these things consistently over time tends to make those choices easier. It doesn't mean you're always going to want to make those choices, but the decision process becomes less arduous. You know, most people know that I love cheeseburgers and Cadbury eggs and I would eat them consistently if I could, but I know what it will do to me and I know what it means to my body. So I choose not to. And because I reap the benefits of not making that choice, it makes it easier for me to stay consistent. Now, all these things also provide a base level of fitness far beyond what the average person will ever possess. I had a client come in recently who was extremely exhausted from a hectic travel schedule. She'd been overseas and being dragged around right and left. I could tell she was tired. She admitted she was tired. And I knew that our usual high intensity type of session probably wouldn't serve her well. So we did a quote unquote easy workout. And as she was leaving, she apologized for being wimpy and thanked me for taking easy on her, which is it's fine. And, and I think people tend to do that. Obviously, no apology was necessary, but I reminded her of this and I told her to keep perspective. I said, look, even though this was an admittedly lighter workout than usual, it was still way more than most people ever do. And that specific workout was something that would probably leave the average person sore for days. But because this woman consistently exercises, feeds her body with healthy food, she could tap into this compound effect and still be strong even if momentarily she felt weak. Here's one more example for you. My client Dale, who many of my people know as Haas, 
has been with me for 11 years. And we always joke that we'll stop working together when one of us dies, and that's probably true. Anywho, through his Facebook memories, an old post came up from several years ago of him deadlifting what was then his personal best of 285 pounds, which is the, at the time that, meant, that was the most he had ever done for one rep. He was in good shape then, he was lean, he was strong, he felt great. Now, that same day that that popped up in his Facebook memory, he had just finished deadlifting 275 pounds 60 times. That's six zero. Now, remember, this was quite a few years ago, and now he's over 50 years old, or as I like to say, he's over level 50. Anyway, for 11 years, this man has shown up to the gym on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every week, week in and week out. And through that, he has steadily built this amazing foundation one workout at a time. And the level of strength and stamina he has now is incredible. And again, it's not something we could have built in six weeks or six months, even really a year. I mean, this has taken years to attain. And what's great about this is that even in his early 50s, the compound effect of fitness has allowed him to continuously improve and enjoy a great quality of life, and it's one that I'm sure he will continue to enjoy for a long time. You know, they say the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago or today. If you already have a workout routine, keep doing it. Don't let things get in the way of taking care of the most prized possession you have, which is you. Don't quit. Whatever you do, don't quit. Even if you think it's a wimpy workout and it's not up to your standard and you can't do what you did yesterday, it doesn't matter. Just don't stop. And if you haven't been working out, if you don't have a routine, start one now. Who cares what you have or haven't done leading up to this point? Start now and in six months, a year, two years, 10 years from now, you'll be amazed at what you're capable of and you'll be glad that you didn't put it off any longer. I've never met anyone who regrets working out and taking care of their body. And as we age, it becomes even more important to maintain a good quality of life. I've said it before. We're all probably going to live a really long time through the miracles of modern medicine and all that good stuff. Like Most people are going to live for quite a while. But the goal, at least in my opinion, is to live and not just to exist. Take advantage of the compound effect of fitness And no, it's not just about what you do today, but what you do over the long haul. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe on iTunes and share with a friend. There's plenty more where this came from. You can also find me on Instagram by searching The Fitness Ninja. You can find me on Facebook by searching my name, Mark Zalmanoff. Remember, that's Mark with a C the correct and godly way to spell it. Or on them worldwide interwebs at markzfitness.com. Thanks again for listening, folks. And until next time, I'm Mark Z, and I'm making America fit again.